Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 21. Many people in the days of Christ would have to travel over great distances to come to the Passover festival. Each were required by religious law to bring the prescribed animal for sacrifice. And that animal sacrificed would cover that individual or his family, the sin of that individual or family for yet another year. Now, of course, those who were in charge of this system had bastardized the way it was run. They set up shop in the lobbies of the temple and they sold their perfect quote-unquote animals to all those who had traveled so very far to just be right with their creator. You see, these individuals at the temple doors, they feigned the need for a more perfect sacrifice under the false pretense that the one that the people brought obviously wasn't good enough, that that sacrifice was flawed. Then these false leaders would forcibly sell their sacrificial animals to these unwitting souls, of course, at a hefty inflated price. And if that wasn't bad enough, they would get them again on the exchange rate for converting their Roman money to temple money to buy the very animals that they were buying. After all, I mean, come on, we can't expect God to deal in Roman money, right? Today, these highway robbers are still out there, by the way, attempting to convince us that we too need a different sacrifice. This because the humble but grand offering of Christ and our simple offering of ourselves is not what they want. That brings them no power or gain. So they are out there even yet today. But Jesus showed us how we are to deal with them. And we read about thus in verse 13. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Jesus understood what the Father wants from us. He wants relationship and he wants a pure church. It's not that this concept was a big surprise for, quote, it is written, end quote. Jesus knew that what God wanted ultimately was for us to bring ourselves to the cross where the perfect sacrifice has already been made. The ultimate perfection has been offered so that you and I can now boldly approach the throne of God. We are not to let anything or anyone stand in our way. And by the way, nor are we to stand by and let such false systems continue to perpetuate themselves across America and for that matter the world. Sometimes the guy has to turn over some tables. But don't expect the average folks, the average church folks, to just pat you on the back for doing so. In fact, well, they will likely hate you for doing it. They'll possibly persecute you for it. Just maybe they might cry out, crucify him, crucify him. Verse 14 of our text says, The lame and the blind came to him in the temple and he healed them. 
Let us not get lost in this act of turning over the tables and overlook what Jesus did in contrast to this corrupt system that he was fighting against. He made the blind to see and the lame to walk. He reached out to these who were never welcome in the temple of that day, the outcasts, the nobodies, the sick and the hurting. What they needed more than anything was the same thing we need more than anything. They were healed and so are we, spiritually or physically. While the religiously corrupt still exist all around us, may we forever be the ones to turn over the spiritual tables and then bring the spiritually blind and lame to Jesus. Verse 15 says, But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children who were crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna, the son of David, they were indignant. Oh, yes. And how they are indignant still. To even presume that this Jesus is the long-awaited Messiah, God in flesh, our Redeemer, our only Redeemer, the narrow gate, our Savior, our Lord, our God. Well, come on. This simple carpenter from Nazareth? Where is his royal procession? Where is the armed forces? Where is the crown? They were indignant. They were indignant at the praise that was given to him, and they were indignant at the wonderful things he did. Can you imagine? This was not their Messiah. Today we see the same indignation on the lips of so many throughout the world. The intellectual asks for the Lord's credentials. The peacenik wants to see his peace, not war picket sign. The rebel wants him to march on Washington and deny his tax contributions. The anti-abortionists want him marching and chanting in front of abortion clinics. And the liberal wants a cool messiah who understands today's standards. And the conservative wants a Republican messiah. We all, in truth, want to invent our own personal messiah. Verse 16, and said to him, do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, yes. Did you never read out of the mouth of children and nursing babies you have perfected praise? Verse 17 says, he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and he camped there. So they asked Jesus, don't you hear what these people are saying? They're saying you are the Messiah, that you're the one. The, the way, the truth, and the light. What do you have to say about that? Yes, was his answer. Luke's account gives us an added comment from Jesus, one that I think is so very fitting to paint us a picture of the magnitude and wonder of this moment. And it goes like this. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these people should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.